This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. The Inspiration We serve a gracious God, don't we? Not only has He given us His Son, His Word, but He continues to speak and minister to us today. As a creative, I can tell you in all honesty that there are many days when I just have to squeeze my eyes shut and say, give me the words, Lord. I'm not sure I have them otherwise. And he does because he is oh so faithful. As someone who pretty much lives and breathes the publishing industry, I know this is pretty common. And I know many, many of us have been given stories to tell by the Lord. Now, I'm not saying they're scripture, but they still contain truth with a capital T. They still have something in them that will minister to his children. And this is a sacred calling in my mind. But it can come with danger, too. As an author, editor, and designer, I talk to a lot of authors. Whether they're working on novels, nonfiction, screenplays, poems, or songs, writers are always going to be seekers of inspiration. And there's something I've heard more often than I can count. Some variation of, God gave me this story. God downloaded this straight to my brain. God told me to write this. Maybe people say that because they want everyone else to be as excited about it as they are. But here's the thing. All too often, people use inspiration as an excuse for laziness. They think that because God provided the idea, that they don't have to do anything other than write it down. Oh, friends, please, please don't treat the Lord's whisper so cheaply. There's a story of a missionary who, as a young woman, realized that God was calling her to serve as a doctor to the women of a remote area of India, where the women were otherwise not permitted to seek medical care if it would involve a male doctor tending to them. This came to her like a bolt, an epiphany, a sure calling. But that doesn't mean she just strolled out into the village at the age of 18 and said, Okay, y'all, God told me to be your doctor, so here I am. Come be doctored. He'll equip me. That would have been ridiculous, right? First, she went to college. Then she went to med school. She did internships and residencies, and it took her years before she was actually ready to make good on that call, that inspiration. But she did it because that's what it took to answer God's call. It took work. Why do authors sometimes think the stories or ideas he gives us deserve less? or that they can never be changed or edited or tweaked. Here's what I've discovered. God gives us the inspiration we need to get started. But that's just the beginning. It is not the end. My own example exists in a soft breath of wind. If you want to talk about God downloading a story to your brain, this is the one I had that experience with. We had just moved back home after living in Annapolis for years. Zoe was a few months old. A straight drop of blood was just a few months older. I'd had no intention of writing sequel to it. But as I rocked Zoe one morning, it came to me. This story, this sequel, who quickens the dead, it was called in my mind. The sequel I hadn't planned on writing. Benjamin and Samuel, all grown up. Two young women, one with the gift of discernment, one who was demon-possessed. In the course of the next two days, this very long and involved story came to me in full detail. I'm talking sit down and write pages and pages of notes in detail. I had full scenes in my head, the complete cast of characters. I knew the themes, the plot, and the beautiful truths I wanted to draw out. In that lovely frenzy of inspiration, 
I sat down and I wrote a chapter. And then I wrinkled my nose. Because it stank. (laughs) I knew enough to know that. This, though it exactly followed the inspiration God had given me, was not good enough. Years went by. I wrote other books. This one was always there, waiting, and a few times I pulled it out and fiddled with it. I learned more. I wrote more. I did more. I got other contracts. Stray Drop actually began selling. But every time I considered this God-given story, it didn't take long for me to realize that the time for it wasn't ripe yet. I wasn't ready. Maybe I had the inspiration, but I did not have the ability to make it what it deserved to be. Seven years later, the moment finally came. And in such a way, there was no mistaking it. I was hard at work on a historical romance, just getting started on it, when I had a Skype call with a book club who had just read A Stray Drop of Blood. Now, it had been seven years since that book released, so it's safe to say my brain was not in that mode. But as I was talking to these ladies, he moved me to tears at how he was still using this story. And when they asked me if I had a sequel planned and I gave my usual, oh yeah, I have one, I just haven't had the chance to write it, something stirred inside me. It was time. In the next week, I came up with a more compelling title and designed a new cover. I drew out the old notes and I gave it an overhaul to make it more powerful. And then God gave me the time to write it in the form of a cancellation of a contract I had been under. Not exactly how I expected that to happen, but he could not have been more clear. I had prayed, Lord, I know you want me to write this and that I'm capable of it now, but I just don't have the time. And there we go. He made the time for me. So I wrote the book. Whitefire published the book, and I am so pleased with how it turned out. But you know what? It's not identical to the idea I got when my daughter was a baby. Things changed as I wrote it. They changed for the better. What God gave me was raw material, but I had to cut it and polish it and turn it into something worthy of the passion he'd given me for it. I think we often have this idea that when God whispers to our spirit, if we change anything at all, we're disobeying. But I cannot believe that's true. God gives us what we need, but as we work, we grow. The visions and ideas that got us started often evolve into something even more amazing than we could have imagined. Because that's how God works. He takes our humble offerings, our time and hard work and passion, and he adds his glory to them. Our job is not to cling to the raw materials and claim they're the end-all be-all. Our job is to work with them, to give them the love and care they deserve, to make them the best they can be and to admit that maybe we don't always know best, which might mean we don't even know exactly what it was he gave us. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Tees and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the Whitefire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.